This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time for BetQL Daily, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet on the BetQL Audio Network. We're live on 105.9 FM HD2, the Bet Chicago's new home for wagertainment. We're also live on 1430 in Denver. KCBS HD3 in Los Angeles, all part of the BetQL Audio Network. So we got Dave, Ross, myself, Ryan Horvat. You can find us on social media. A lot of people on social media uh, comparing this to when the Bulls picked up Dennis Rodman, the big three, Rodman, Pippen, and Jordan today. What's going on, guys? Go ahead, Ross. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for the pass. I'm just sitting in the corner waiting for the pass. I, I love it. I love it, Dave. Well, first of all, I love Dave already because his background is amazing. Uh, for his uh, shot here that people can watch on video on the Odyssey app. And he's wearing like a really old school Atlanta Braves hat, I guess, which is just amazing because the Hawks destroyed Dylan Burns, our producer's hopes and dreams last (laughs) night. So I love rubbing it in like that. And yeah, man, there's a lot to talk about today, guys. I mean, first of all, how about my Sixers? This oh. is the this is my favorite Sixers team in a long time. No Embiid, and they went out. They all played awesome. Seth Curry and Maxi, the first round pick, and Simmons. I mean, they're just fun to watch. I'm trying to just be optimistic and hopeful, and not get upset about Embiid's knee and worrying <laughs> about that. Uh, Knicks are thoroughly disappointing. I have a lot to say about that as the show goes on. <laughs> and dude, what happened to the Clippers? I thought every time at, at this point last year, everybody's like, oh my gosh, the Clippers, they're they're the favorites. They're gonna win it. They got Kawhi and Paul George. Now it looks like they might be done in the first round. I mean, that was a that was a really good no-look pass. I, I wore the Atlanta Braves hat as just a little reminder that the Hawks won. So, you know, Ross has already seen it. I appreciate that. Um, the Sixers are the story, though, I, I think. I, I'm all in. I've, I've been in on them, you know, since the beginning of the season, a little 20-to-1 shot. Um, I've embraced the song, the 10-9-8-76ers song that they dance to after every game. I love it. I can't get enough of it. And, I mean, I was a little worried when JoJo was out. And, wow, um, they did what a team is supposed to do in a closeout game without their big guy. And now we get to worry about and talk about for days, whether he's okay, whether he's going to play, what exactly a torn meniscus is for mere mortals versus what it is for, for Joel Embiid. And um, the Western conference, I mean, there's only, you know, one thing to talk about today, I think is the Lakers and Suns. but you know, that's my bias being out West in Vegas. 
Um, Ross, thanks for the shout out for the background. That is Pittsburgh. Um, that's the shot that that's where I'm from. So we got to represent there as well. So Dave, I probably asked this before, but what high school did you go to? Where in Pittsburgh? Keystone Oaks, South, South Hills. I went to Keystone Oaks High School. Wow, they're never good at anything. Well, listen, when I was younger, <laughs> we were good at hockey. That was it. We made the state playoffs in hockey. But other than that, no, you're right. It's been a long, uh, maybe ever, kind of existence for Keystone. So, so Ryan, I got to yeah. tell you, yeah. Ryan, you know, if you live in Pennsylvania, and by the way, let me just say, since this is a betting show, let me just say this. People would be surprised how much money gets bet on some Western Pennsylvania high school football game. I think people would be surprised when Clariton plays Aliquippa, oh. how much money is bet on that <laughs> game. But I'm from Eastern PA. I live in Central PA. Dave's from Western PA. Where we're from, like, how your high school team does matters, and you talk about it. And I've never, Ryan, ever – Heard Keystone Oaks being good at any sport. I don't even know where it is. He could have said any other high school, and I'd have been like, oh, yeah, they were good at this, they were good at that. Keystone Oaks, Dave, you got to be the most famous person ever from Keystone Oaks. Uh, no, Dennis Miller uh, went to Keystone Oaks. Oh, uh, so I'm, wow. I'm behind him, yeah. And then um, there's some other people that have kind of made it in the media. But, yeah, you're right. Keystone Oaks is not the place. Um, you know, we're in Aliquippa's conference <laughs> so you, you know what's going on there. I mean, it was never, you know, you could be good, but you couldn't be that level. So for football-wise, wrestling school, Ross, wrestling is very big at Keystone Oaks. Okay. A lot of good wrestlers. Of yeah, yeah, that's a lot of good wrestlers. Yeah. All right. Well, by the way, this is why people tune in, Dave. <laughs> not not to talk about, no. you know, the Lakers game tonight. <laughs> they, they tune in for Keystone Oaks. Anyway, Ryan, thank you for getting the three-man weave started. No, and you know what? Where I'm from, Joliet Catholic, I mean, high school, as soon as you step into, you know, your foot into Illinois, that's where you're greeted. It's 18-time state champions. Mike Allstott went there. Oh. Uh, Tom Thayer went there. And then you pretty – Rudy went there, obviously. So I'm with you. But, Dave, the way that Ross talks about football, where you guys are from, I, you would think it's like West Canaan, Texas or something like that. Is it, is it it's that close. big? Oh, it's – yeah, absolutely. No, I mean – I grew up, Jack Ham was my next door neighbor for about seven years. And I mean, I was grew up in that environment, but he, he, Ross is right. You know, Pennsylvania yeah. is about football and that's first, second, third, and then fourth. Maybe they mentioned some other sports, but so, I mean, you've seen, a, right. You've right seen move, the movie. Right? You've seen the movie, all the right moves, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that is, that is that's, real. That's, and it's especially the, I mean, it's the, it's the case throughout the state. But especially Western PA, especially the coal region of Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Like, it is a really – here's how I would describe it, okay? You can be a 5'11", 265-pound chubby offensive guard. But if you start varsity and you have a letter jacket, you have You're a pretty decent-looking girlfriend. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You have a pretty okay. decent-looking girlfriend. There is That does not happen <laughs> other places, okay? No. And no. people don't even have letter jackets in like big cities and other places. They don't have letter jackets. No. Pennsylvania, they still have letter jackets. And if the girl wants to wear it, 
You have a better girlfriend oh, than you should have. You hand it right over. The letter jacket yeah. <laughs> goes right on her. That's an advertisement for everybody to know. That's that's what you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah, I can really – I don't know. I wish we were betting on high school football. I don't know that we uh, go that far. Anyway, last <laughs> night, roster 76ers, seven-point favorites. They cover that. They uh, eliminate the Wizards. Series over. Uh, now we have to worry a little bit about Joel Embiid, though. What's his status moving forward? I hear meniscus tear, and you think, well, there's usually two ways you could go about it, even if it's a slight tear. You either get that thing shaved, you keep it in there, or you have it completely removed. Then we've seen guys miss half the season or six months, four or six-month injury. Uh, but they're all different. I don't know how this affects the 76ers going forward because, like Dave, I also took a shot with them uh, preseason, hoping that Embiid was going to play at an MVP level, stay healthy. Ben Simmons should be defensive player of the year, in my opinion. Um, offensively, he's kind of a mess. But Tobias Harris has picked it up in the playoffs. Seth Curry, I don't think anybody was expecting him to drop 30 last night. They look good. Uh, the Knicks last night. I was actually surprised that the Garden, uh, you know, Dylan could probably talk about this a little bit. They're giving a standing O to the Knicks, and they deserved it. I mean, Tom Thibodeau, imagine what he could do if you gave him some talent. Julius Randle was excellent this year, but they're still young. I think they're two to three pieces away, and that's why I did pick Atlanta. Love the series price where I got the Hawks because the difference between the Hawks and the Knicks is in the final three minutes of the game, you saw it. They got guys that could get buckets, three or four guys that could put the ball on the floor, create their own shot, and Trey Young. Bogdanovich, John Collins, whereas the Knicks relied way too much on Julius Randle. And, you know, Derrick Rose was great in that series, but this isn't 2011 anymore. So uh, if you're relying on Derrick Rose for that much, us much usage, you're probably in some well, big hold, trouble. Hold on a second, Ryan. Hold on a second. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All year we heard about how good the Knicks were. The Knicks were such a big story. Wow. They, get the, they get the four seed. Everybody's excited. They could have put up a better performance than that. Can they not win a game at home so Embiid can get a couple more days to rest? I mean, have some priorities if you're the Knicks, okay? I mean, Dylan Burns, our producer, he talked about the Knicks all season. Julius Randle, I watched. So I was going back and forth between Sixers and Knicks last night, right? But especially when the Sixers game was over, I went over to watch the Knicks. What was that? I mean, they looked terrible. They, they honestly, like... It, like it, like it was like they were trying to take bad shots. None of those guys am I that impressed with. They couldn't stop Trey Young. I mean, for a home playoff game, game five, you're fighting for your playoff lives at home. I actually thought that was like a disgraceful performance. I really did. Like I, I know that maybe they're not as good as Atlanta. Maybe I I just to let Trey Young come into your building and embarrass you like that i just i was very dis if i know the knicks had a surprising season but that was a pathetic performance last night yeah no i mean i completely agree and i felt bad for tibbs because like that was how i'm as a bulls fan originally from chicago like that's how that run ended for him where derrick rose with the meniscus tear with the torn acl would be out noah would be out and he'd be relying on guys like john lucas the third and nate robinson for high usage and they don't really run any offensive sets under Tibbs. Like he's a great defensive minded coach, but I always joke that he almost needs an offensive coordinator. I'll get you guys takeaways on that one. Then out West last night, uh, the Grizzlies, their season comes to an end. We all expected the jazz to take that series, but the Mavs seven point dogs. They win that one outright last night. They closed, I believe plus 300 on the money line. Luca right now is a dog. Uh, what were your guys biggest takeaways from last night? I mean, Luca just, took over and 
they're dangerous, right? Like the Clippers are odds on favorite, one of the best teams in the West. The West is 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 open. I don't think what that showed me is that Dallas could beat anybody in a series. I think right now with him playing at that level. So the price was definitely a little bit high. I, I thought Dallas was, you know, getting seven and a half points. That's the number around where you go in the NBA. Like, wow, the dog is live, I think, to cover, let alone win. And, um, man, I mean, there were some big bets reported out west. You know, I, I heard about the, you know, somebody took a shot with 400K yeah. at, at, to, at 250, plus 250. They won a million bucks at BetMGM on that one. So, like, somebody believes in them. And um, I think that the Clippers are on notice. Like, they could be out. Can you imagine? The Lakers could be out tonight, and the Clippers could be out tomorrow. Unbelievable. So, so here's my big takeaway. And if you remember, we talked about this a little bit last week, Ryan. I don't know what to make of these injuries anymore. Uh-huh. You know, Chris Paul, I mean, Dave, Chris Paul, was that a week ago, Ryan, where yeah. I said Chris Paul is done, he's cooked? <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you. You know, they were saying it was a contusion or whatever. Dr. Chow, the former Chargers team doctor, he's like, uh, no. He subluxed his shoulder, <laughs> torn labrum. And I saw that before game two where he did nothing. Before game three, he did nothing, nothing. And I thought, he's a he comes back game four and plays great and then plays fine wow. in game five. I thought Luca. You know, when they were explaining that nerve thing in his neck, I was not (laughs) expecting him to play that well last night. I understand why Dallas was underdogs like that because I think – I don't think anybody thought Luka with this neck issue would be okay. It gives me some hope for Embiid. I don't know what to make out of Anthony Davis with the Lakers, but my point is is I thought some of these injuries were actionable – and Chris Paul was for game three or game two, but then game four, it burned you. Luca was for two games ago, but then last night, it burned you. So I think the big lesson and takeaway is we got to kind of pump the brakes a little oh, yeah. bit on some <laughs> of the injury stuff because it, you don't really know how to play it. Who's taking the shot? And I don't mean the shot from the corner three. I mean, like, who's taking the shot so they can play? That's what the takeaway is. It's unbelievable what these guys are doing with the injury report, and let alone try to make a line or bet it. It's even harder. Yeah, and it's been the and that's been the case with the NBA all season long, and that's the problem. And now in the playoffs, I mean, like Ross said, Chris Paul couldn't handle the ball. Now we're gonna have to talk about Anthony Davis. Is he gonna be available tonight? Because this is an elimination <laughs> game for the Lakers. And Davis, like you said, I mean, like I had it penciled in last year before the bubble: Lakers Clippers Battle of L.A. Western Conference Finals. Right. Clippers, they went to bed to the map. So it'll be interesting. We got two games to preview tonight. Uh, game six, Blazers and Nuggets. Denver has the 3 2 lead. And we're going to talk about this elimination spot for LeBron and the Lakers tonight. BetQL Daily, you're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.